Last time on Free Action Cry. After meeting with the new party member, the Warforged Mycanid, in 1888, the party decides that they are going to head back to the Salty Dog before heading to the library. Upon entering the Salty Dog, they hang out with Steven, and they meet Houston again, and oh yeah, there's a new party member named Camilla now, a magic sorceress. So, shit's gonna get crazy. After basically traumatizing her for about three hours, the party decides that they're going to head off to the library, where they read a journal about some serious tragic shit and find a room full of puppets. Seriously, what the hell am I writing? What is this shit? Anyway, welcome back to Free Action Cry. Guys, let's pretend to be wizards and shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> you guys find yourselves in the first official room of the library. You guys were in the uh, the main room, not not the main room, like the vestibule, I believe, would be the first room that you were in, where you found a whole bunch of fucking bodies and shit. Read a journal, and now you're in a very large room. You cannot see the back wall. Uh, there's a lot of mist about. There's plenty of bookshelves just lining the walls and making aisles throughout the walkways and all that such. What would you guys like to do? Oh, also, and there's puppets on the floor. About a half dozen. Some of them are broken. Made of wood. That kind of stuff. It just had to be puppets. Yep, had to be puppets. Yeah. Why puppets? I mean, I, It's a library. Why aren't there puppets in your library? What the fuck? <laughs> there are what are these puppets made out of? Uh, most of them are made of wood. There's a Puppet couple of them stuff? made of like this. Yes, couple of them like <laughs> there's necromancy. I, I vote puppet stuff. <laughs> could you elaborate on what puppet stuff is? No, no, I could not. I will not be answering any questions. Thank you very much. They could, but refuse. <laughs> I could neither answer nor elaborate, and I refuse to. But yes, that is the room you find yourselves in. What would you like to do? Uh, Pinecon's gonna hang back, because he is unsure of what to do, and has never been in a library before, or that he can remember. Can, can, can I go over to one of the bookshelves and just start looking at some of the titles or spines? It's not to say any titles are on the books. Uh, a lot of the books are in varying conditions. Most of them are like leather bound, but there's nothing with like uh, golden etching on it that just says what it is on the spine. Uh. So to investigate any kind of a book, you'd have to probably pick one up and like flip through it to see if you can figure out what it is. So yes, you say you want to check out <laughs> check out a book. <laughs> Library jokes. <laughs> I, I do. Can I find a blue book? And I decide to just pick it up and try to thumb through it. Oh, you just want to find a blue one? I'm picking a color. Okay. Uh, let's let's just do me a favor. Roll me a d10. Just straight up and down, no modifiers or anything. Nine. <laughs> Nine. Uh, you find a book. You open it up. Uh, flip through a few pages. Uh, it looks to be a journal. Uh, almost a handwritten journal. Uh, it seems to be from somebody who was studying a wizard by the name of Vecna. Uh, if you'd like to roll me a, an investigation check, just kind of like flip through, see see what kind of information you can find about it. Sure, why not? Dirt, you're a real live piece of shit. Th thank you, I'm not the only one who was thinking it. <laughs> Put that thing back where it came from or so help me. 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 
I got a 14. <laughs> I wanted to see how long this was going to go, honestly. Okay, so a 14. Uh, while reading the book, you gain pretty much uh, a decent amount of knowledge as to how fucked up this person was. Uh, Vecna was a necromancer about four, maybe five centuries ago. Uh, and they also state in the end of the uh, journal that after his defeat, his hand and eye were torn away from him and have been stored in a secured location. I want the gummy left nut of Vecna. Jesus fuck. So I'm deciding that we don't need this book. I close it and put it back on the shelf and not mention the pieces that are probably floating around somewhere because that's decidedly not what we're here to look for. Okay. What? Oh, also, uh, roll me a perception check. Fifteen. Fifteen. You kind of notice out of the corner of your eye um, almost something looks like it's kind of skittering on top of the bookshelves. Great! Away from you. As long as it's going the other way, I'm happy. For now. <laughs> Wait, what was what was that? Pinecone's gonna follow it. Uh, only Sapphire was the one that saw it, unless you also want to try and roll a perception check to kind of look around. I mean, I can. No, 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 How's it ten? Ten. You actually noticed something different. You could swear one of the puppets kind of twitched. Uh that that you know what that happens every day. I'm gonna ignore it. You're just gonna ignore it? Okay. Yep, I'm gonna ignore it. You're not gonna say anything to anybody? You're right. Hey guys, I I think that that um doll mannequin thing? Uh, I think it moved. I believe they are called puppet. Oh, oh puppets? Puppets? Puppets. What is Aren't they supposed to move? No. No, like I I think that they're not supposed to move unless you're moving them, but that one definitely that one like definitely moved on its own. I'm gonna walk up to the puppet. Bevy's gonna like follow curiously. Okay, you just walk up to it. Yeah. Doesn't do anything. I'm gonna kick it. You're a kick it. Not hard, but like like imagine imagine like you're a twelve year old kid who's just come across a dead body in a stream. And you like tap it with your foot. I'm gonna kick it like that. Yo, why did this pull hit so hard? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> did you just stand by me? Vargan, um, <laughs> are you okay? I'm great. <laughs> Do you need to talk about something? Nah, that's what I got a therapist for. Okay, cool. All right, so you just you just kind of nudge the puppet with your foot, uh, and then you all definitely hear something skittering up top and you hear whispering of some sort but you can't really make out what they're saying wait 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 let's take some time to praise uh james who is a grown-ass a-man who is breaking the mold congratulations james what you're breaking the mold of toxic masculinity so proud of you my my friend he said i have a ther therapist Oh, I'm proud of you, my friend. Oh, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was, I was real confused too. I was like, what are we talking about? I don't even know what I did. Right. Um. Well, the bad part is, I'm like, I've I've shared some stuff on Facebook here recently. I was like, are you on Facebook right now? Like, are you, are you looking at the stuff I'm sharing right now? Like, what's happening? Anyway, no, you just said out loud. That you yeah, that I have a therapist. therapist. No, I I get it now, but I was really confused. Yeah, today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. <laughs> no, it's not, because we're not getting residuals. Anyway, <laughs> so we kicked a puppet. Yeah, you you kicked a puppet, and you heard something skittering away from you, and you hear whispering above you. I should also mention the skittering and whispering appear to be coming from the same direction. So, like, can you tell us something that doesn't happen to us every day? Like, I don't really see cause for alarm. Well, I mean, are you talking in-game or out-of-game? You're doing it. Uh, that is me, Rude, talking to you, Dirks. Like, what actually alarming is happening? So far, nothing. Oh, sounds good. So just a lot of strange noises in what's seemingly an abandoned library littered with puppets. 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 That's about the size of it, as far as I can tell. And a freaky journal that I never want to open again. 
they're puppets, not Muppets. If they were Muppets, they'd be too easy to kill. Just set them on fire. You know, I think that most things you can kill by just setting it on fire. Set me on fire. Watch what happens. Yeah, I, I, I do have some fire spells. If you set me on fire, I will just become stronger. You know, we are in a classically flammable place. Maybe we should just start a fire. Okay, out of curiosity, did you say that out loud, Pinecone? Uh, no. Damn. He, he doesn't know. He wouldn't, he wouldn't know that libraries are full of books. He's never been to a library. That's fair. As far as I know, he's never read a book either. Oh, wait, Pinecone can't read. I've said this multiple times. He can't read. Alright. Hmm. So yes, is there anything you would like to do now? So there was some skittering and some whispering coming from above me, correct? Yes. I'm gonna look up there. Uh, roll me perception or investigation? Perception. Perception? 16. I'm proud of you. Very nice. With a 16, you can't really make out too much, but you can tell that there is a figure up there. Uh, they appear humanoid in... Uh, mostly humanoid. They also seem to be very thin and extremely agile. My first mind flare. My first mind flare. <laughs> so, uh... You already met an illithid there, Pinecone. So Vargan's gonna look up at this thing. Mm -hmm. This humanoid figure. Hello, friend! You know, you can come down here. We can have a conversation. You don't need to whisper. So you just, he you hear the whispering of just, Socrates, what do you think? No, I don't trust him either. No. No. And you you just see it just kind of like, just kind of like flit into the shadows. All right, whatever. Anyway, if you want some food, we've got some. Um, If you're hungry or whatever. Uh... Roll me a dexterity save, please, Vargan. <laughs> oh, no. That's a five. That's a five. Just out of nowhere, there's just like a thunk. Just a book just bounces off your head, and you just hear, get out of my house. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at the book, and I'm going to see what the book is. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that they liked you. Well, I don't think that they like any of us, because I think in their minds we broke in. I mean, like, there wasn't a locked door. Like, we didn't break... We didn't break anything to come in. I think... So, either way, we're still, like, trespassing. If this is their home... I don't, I don't think this is, like, a home. I feel like it needs more... Like, plants, and a door that works, and, um, maybe some lights, like some candles. Some candles would be nice. No, like, I agree. Like, it doesn't feel like a traditional home to me either, because, like, on the one hand, it, it, it doesn't have a stove or a hearth, and that's a little odd. Um, but, like, who are we to judge where, where, like people make their domiciles so like this could be this could be somebody's home and then and then i'm going to look down at the book in my hand and see what book i'm holding the books the, the book is a children's book called can i pet your displacer beast it's very cartoony oh dear oh that's adorable here pinecone look and i'm going to open it and like i'm going to show pinecone that there's probably big pictures in it what wait, what is what's that word? So this word is displacer beast. What's that, what's, what's that mean? It's that thing. Yeah. Oh and uh and I'm gonna look and I'm gonna point to the displacer beast that's on the thing. It's a, this is displacer beast, this is a displacer it's like it's labeling what the thing is. Anyway, so I'm gonna close it now and I'm gonna hand it to Pinecone and I'm gonna say this is yours and whenever we whenever we rest and go make camp and all of that we will go over the book and, like, I don't know, I f like, we'll teach, I'll teach you words or some shit. I don't know. Either way, like, we'll, <laughs> this is yours now. And then I'm going to look up in the general area where I knew that those people were, or those thing, that thing was. 
that, before we do that, as you're handing the book to Pinecone, you can see there's a gigantic red sticker on the back that just says, this is a work of fiction. Please do not pet displacer beasts. Okay. Okay. Um, and, uh... Well, can I pet your displacer beast? Added to backpack. <laughs> so uh so i'm gonna look up in the general area where uh where that thing was and um and i'm so um i would like to apologize for myself and my compatriots for invading your home it was never our intention we were under the assumption this place was abandoned I hope that you will forgive us for our trespass, as we would forgive you if you trespassed against us. <sighs> but <sighs> if you would allow us, we would we would like to provide you with a meal for the trouble and a conversation. As soon as you say the word meal, as soon as you say the word meal, you just see a head kind of poke out in a different spot, roughly 30 feet away from where you last saw it. Just kind okay. of poke over a, like, just kind of poke over a bookshelf and just, like, lock eyes with you. Oh, they must be college students. I'm gonna, <laughs> right. That's why they live in the library. Holy shit, we figured it out. They're doctorate students. Um, anyway. Uh, I swear to God, Steve's gonna love that joke. Um, but, uh, but I'm gonna as look. As soon as we said food, they were so cool with us. <laughs> but uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna look up at it, like lock eyes with it, and just kind of wave and just hello. It kind of sheepishly waves back, but what you see is a very malnourished bird-like creature. Oh. Uh, you can see that its feathers on its face are kind of molting. It has not been very well taken care of. Uh, yeah. It looks like it's been living off of scraps and probably most of the bodies that you guys found entering into this place. Probably rats and other things. Okay. And uh, and I'll I'll smile um, in the way that I uh, half orcishly can. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I'll say, ah, well, um, if you will point me to where your hearth is, then I can like warm something up make something make something very nice and enjoyable for everyone and we can all we can all sit have conversation get to know one another and like you know be jovial it kind of shies away just kind of like you know backs up a little bit thinks for a brief second and then kind of just like you know sits up a little bit and then points to its chest and goes my heart is here. No, 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 friend. That is heart. That is heart. Hearth is where you keep your fire that keeps your house warm. It is where you make your food. It is It is the, the heart, in fact, of the home is where the hearth is. So it thinks for about 10 seconds, and then very quickly its eyes begin to glow like a pale bluish color and you can see a random book from the ground just kind of starts to levitate up opens up and then slowly starts to catch fire and he goes fire uh no 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 not not like that not like that let's not do that um let's let's go ahead and put that out the book slowly closes and just like starts to slowly fall back down. Okay. So, um, no, not like that. Um, hmm. It is like, oh man, you probably don't eat anything cooked. Um, you know what? I think I'm going to make a campfire outside and that is where I will do all the cooking. That would be advisable. As soon as you say the word outside, it disappears. Mm. Now, when I, when I say disappears, I mean just like, it just flips yeah. away. Yeah. So uh, perception to see if you can see where it went. I rolled stealth for him. Uh, blow! That is a nineteen. I am perceptive as fuck today. <laughs> yeah, you, you can easily see that he just kind of like you know ducks back on top of the bookshelf, and you just can very easily see that he jumps up about five feet back into the rafters. 
Um, I will just look at where I knew he was originally and just say, okay, no problem. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make the food now and uh, I will bring it in when it is is prepared. Uh, and then I'm going to go outside, um, gather up some campfire supplies, basically just build a cook fire with my uh, cooking kit. And, uh, and then I'm also going to uh, reach into the bag and see what ingredients I'm working with today. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, it, I need you to roll me your d20 for that. All right. Yo, I gotta point something out. Like, most parties, it's go here, kill this, do that, do this. No, we go weird places and share meals with people, and just, like, I think we've we've been in one fight, one actual fight ever, in 20, yeah. 23 episodes now. Yeah, that's an 11, by the way. So, you're social. Yeah, we're very social. Very social. Yeah. Alright, and we don't fight i can't wait until we actually fight well i don't you know i i enjoy the heavy the heavy role play so much oh it gives me ideas and practice for other things because my character is kitted out to the teeth to be a fighter and instead he's like a pacifist <laughs> like i always have the idea that his body was made for him to be this like champion of titania and you know you can you can put the fight in the dog but you can't make the dog fight mm -mm. okay so you rolled an 11 so you pull out a plate of roasted beef and veggies nice nice and Hell you yeah. feel you feel underneath the plate first off it's quite warm i should mention hell yeah i mean it's fresh yeah branch you feel like there's something attached to the plate yeah I'll, like uh, a piece I'll, of paper yeah figured I'll, I'll pull the note off that's that's a cool trick <laughs> oh yeah no this is uh this is my mom's uh so it's it's kind of like a bag of holding, except it only holds what someone else puts in its opposite on the other end, if that makes sense. Okay. It's kind of like a portal. In a way, yeah. Yeah, like, um, I think there's also, like, a spell or something, like a, a dimension door or something. It's kind of like that, almost. Hmm. Um, but, but it can only transfer small bits of food, roughly about enough for, like a medium-sized meal. Okay. Um, so usually my mom will drop some stuff in there, uh, like once a day, something like that, and I'll see what it is. And like, and I'll add that and like supplement the food that we have on the trail with that. Uh, and, and yeah, so um, let's see. Vegetables and roast beef. I can do a very good stew. Uh, actually, yes, I think a stew. And then that's when Vargan starts making a stew. Okay. Uh, but you did get the letter? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. Um, I will. Uh, I will contemplate that at camp. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, <laughs> Sapphire, do me a favor and roll me either a history or an Arcana check if you would like to see if you've heard anything regarding that bag. Seven. Seven. You've heard of bag of holdings, but you've never heard of one specifically designed like this. It was very interesting. Can I continue perusing the books while he's doing his thing? You're more than welcome to do that. Can Can I ask what the critter's name is uh if you can find him yes if i find him <laughs> no wait are, are you trying to ask him his name or what he is name name okay if you can find him sure does he it, it, i'm just gonna keep looking for books okay does he want to be found romeo d10 does any of us want to be found i love your shades by the way thank you to our listeners uh Rude has just put on a pair of sunglasses shaped like shamrocks. Um, a man was at the last bandful of the St. Patrick's bandful of nuns concert, uh, and he was on stage. He was of the band uh, Brave Days. He was wearing them. He was singing Romeo and Juliet in punk rendition, uh, uh, by Taylor Swift. And he got down off of the stage, got onto one knee in front of me, and proposed to me in the mosh pit. And then handed me these sunglasses. 
It was wild. Okay. I am too sober for this. I'm using perception to make this roll, but it is actually just supposed to be my proficiency bonus. Okay. Um, that is a 20 on cooking an extremely good stew. Yes, it is amazing. Uh, also, Sapphire, you roll no, you're a amazing. three on your mm -hmm. finding books. You find a book called The History of Alovia. Sorry, not The History of Alovia. The History of Cantonos. Uh, it speaks of there was an uprising during the Civil War where the king was replaced by a changeling that went on for about 20 years. And shortly after that, there was a great flood. Well, it's a history lesson, but not quite what I'm looking for. So I close that and put one, and make sure to put that one back. I am very fastidious about books. I would like to think that um, Pinecone is trailing behind Camilla, like trying to look like he's doing something. He has no okay. idea what he should be doing. Um, cool. And also, Sapphire, when you're putting the book back, please roll me a perception check. Nine. Uh, you don't notice anything strange. It, it it does feel like you know putting the book back is a little bit more difficult than it should be. Hmm. Hey, hey, Pinecone. You want me to read you some of these things? Yeah, like, what are you reading? I'm just honestly looking for information, but if something strikes your fancy, you're more than welcome to ask. Um, what was that book about? It was a history lesson about a, uh, I don't think it's this land. But what land was it? What was the name of that again? Cantonos. Both of you wrote me a history check. A 15. It was the history of, of, of Cantonos and what happened to that land. I don't think that was here, but I'm not 100% certain. Pinecone, you have a very strange memory of doing some study back before you were Pinecone. Like, you have this, like, weird flash of you being in a library and you're, like, sitting next to basically, uh, like, three or four towers of books. And there is another book that is in a better condition, open, which is the history of Cantonos. Uh, and you would remember, if you are looking at the year correctly, that this is about 10,000 years ago that Cantonos existed. And it was a very large area of land. That doesn't sound like me. Pangon's going to put it behind him. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, Cantonos was, uh, this land, but, like, before this land was called this land? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so, Vargan, after a little while, after you've cooked up and made the meal, uh, I'm assuming you have plates set out for everybody? Yeah. Where would you be putting the plate for the bird-like person? Um, let's see. Probably, so I've probably got, is there like any tables or anything in here? Oh yeah, there's, there's a, a small collection of tables where people would like sit and study. They're about um, like eight feet long, four feet wide. There's like three or four chairs on each side of them. So, uh, okay. So then, yeah, I'll just set up, uh, set up a whole bunch of like the plates and all that stuff there. And then I will just put, uh, one plate at the end of the table. Um, and just kind of like make sure that everybody sits a little ways away from that plate so that it's kind of obvious that it's not meant for anybody else. Um, and then I'm going to look up into the rafters, uh, not where the, bird person is since i could see where they went but instead where i first saw them disappear from um and i'm going to look up and i'm just gonna so um i have made the stew it is uh roast beef vegetables with a uh, little bit of spices it, it's it's very good very good so um there is a plate well i guess a bowl would be more appropriate of the term. Um, there is a bowl here. Uh, I don't know if you use utensils or not, but I have included some. 
Um, the rest of us are going to sit over here on this side of the table so as to give you space because it seems like you're not much of a um, personable, like personal space person. So like I want you to be comfortable so that we all be all be comfortable. So as you're as you finish saying that, you do see him kind of poke his head up from the rafters again. And he just kind of like scans the room a little bit. You see his eyes glow that faint blue again. And you would all hear almost like a rattling, clacking noise as one of these small puppets stands up, slowly walks over toward the table, reaches up, like very carefully grabs the bowl and then starts scaling one of the bookshelves with the bowl to take it to the bird-like person. So, um... That's different. That's... That's not normal, right? So, it appears to be, like, a um, tele telepathy? Tele no, I think tele that's... Telekinesis? That one, that one, the one that moved things. Is that with... the brain stuff? Wait, wait, we knew a brain stuff guy. Um... Uh, Al Cashwin was a brain stuff guy. Mm. Is this like is this like a what he was situation? I don't know. That's why we were trying to get them to come down and talk to us, so we could find out. What was he? I don't know. Uh, Al Cashwin was a mystic. Um, talking in person, God. Oh. But thank you. <laughs> That's what my parents called me, a mystic. <laughs> I broke room. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why I love having Ashley in our group, because she may be quiet, but when she says stuff, it's gold, and it tends to break rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you apologizing for? So, uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna like eat my soup, my stew that I made, and uh, and try and see if we can't just like coax this fucking bird person down. So, you all eat, and after probably only takes like ten minutes to eat, you just hear from above. Why are you here? Uh. Also, it was it was delicious. Thank you. But why are you here? Absolutely. There is plenty more if you would like another serving. Mm, no. Okay. Your choice. Uh, so, yeah. Wh why are we here? Um, I'm going to look at the rest of the party because James doesn't remember. We were sent here. You are here to look for the Rod of Control Undead. Oh, yes. Uh, we're trying to find the Control Rod. For dead people. Vivi clarifies. No, no, no. The undead people, not quite dead people. Well, they're dead if they're undead. For the once dead people. <laughs> I'm assuming people here have seen birds. It, he does that, like, you know, almost uncomfortable looking head crook. Mm -hmm. What kind of bird is he? Romeo Nature Check. Oh, I was with just it, asking with, for with like. advantage, actually. I was just asking for James's uh, deal, but yeah, one sec. You said nature? Nature. Wow, that's a 15. 15? He is definitely an Aarakocra. Uh, his feathers are a yellowish, bluish, and reddish color. Mostly right. heavy on the deep blue, though. Mm. Nice. Kind of like a macaw. Yes. Okay. Okay. So uh, a ma ma Aarakocra. Uh. Uh, anyway. A macaw. Ooh, Maera Kakura. Kakakura? Anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Um, I, I like Makakra. Makakra. So, um, so anyway, uh, why are we here? Yeah, so we're looking for that. Do, do you happen to know where that is? Mm, you... No, no, you don't want to go there. No, that's no, no good. Not safe. Dangerous. Well, that is the uh, that is the really cool part about our about us, my friend. We 
don't care about danger. Uh, nope. We, in fact, can handle a lot of it. Yep. In fact, we can probably handle most dangers, at least adequately. Yep. I'm a fist bump, baby. <laughs> She's gonna fist bump back. Okay, I just need to do some quick research. Why are we here? We are here to end the running and hiding from ourselves. With the help of our brothers, we can finally see who we truly are. No longer will we fear the face of the unknown man in the mirror. Though we are each unique, we are not alone. In this human garden, we plant the seeds of sobriety, nurture our hopes and needs, and weed out our negative thoughts and actions. Here we come completely alive to ourselves and others. Our harvest is sobriety. Our reward is a new start at life. Hell yeah, Pinecone, you tell him. Did, did Pinecone just have a moment of clarity? Is that what just happened? <laughs> That's Sorry. certainly what it sounded like. Okay, so Rude's what? got trauma. Okay. Rude, Rude has indoctrination trauma. Congratulations. It has been unlocked. Okay, come back to the dark side. We have coffee. No, we have cookies. I prefer liquor. Okay. Liquor, liquor cookies? Okay. Sapphire, don't you remember when I sold my soul for those cookies and the bastards gave me oatmeal raisin? I was pissed, okay? Hey, yo, oatmeal raisin. Oh, you got the short of... end of that stick. Oatmeal raisin's kind of fire, and anyone that says differently is, uh, honestly, uh, being a little fucked up. They promised me thin mints. Well, you know what? If someone was able to pass off an oatmeal raisin cookie as a thin mint, and you didn't catch the. I think that's on you, dude. <laughs> I can kind of go there with the Samoas. Yeah, the Samoas and the oatmeals might look like. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. A little bit. James, what's your input on this? Oh, I'm gonna be honest. Once you, uh, <laughs> once you started going down the trauma route, I just kind of checked out. <laughs> Anyway, back oh on topic. <laughs> back on topic. Oh. So, so when you, uh, when, when James and Vevi says that they can handle plenty of trouble, he kind of cocks his head, almost looks like he's deep in thought, and then, again, another puppet kind of, like, you know, very slowly springs to life, walks over to James, and just, like, casually holds out its hand toward you. Vevi punts it. <laughs> Roll me an attack. Okay. Well, well, well. Vargan was gonna start reaching for the hand, but then I assume <laughs> I assume it's like like the hand is coming down, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> thing flies. Uh, so the opposite of 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 the Charlie Brown and uh, Lucy yeah. situation. Yeah, okay. I got a twenty four. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, Vevi, roll me some damage, please. Jesus. Um, is it just like an unarmed attack? Uh, yes. Yes, unarmed attack. So then it'd just be five damage. Flat. Okay. <laughs> the opposite of a Charlie Brown and Lucy situation. Do you mean just like regularly kicking a mm -hmm. ball? Like, it doesn't... In the words of that dude from The Simpsons. <clears throat> That's fucking creepy. That's the joke. Okay, so you punt the small little puppet, which soars across the air about ten feet into a bookshelf. You said you did five damage to it? Yeah. Okay. And almost immediately after you do that, three other puppets jump up and start bum-rushing you, Vevi. Um... I would like at least Vevi to roll initiative for me. Tiptoe through the tulip starts playing. <laughs> Tiptoe um, by the window. Uh, 15. How old is that song? Am I allowed to use it? <clears throat> what? You know what? Tiny Tim is not going to sue us. I say, as we get sued by Tiny Tim. <laughs> I don't think Tiny Tim is alive anymore. It was also less than 10 seconds. They can't sue over that. No, I'm going to use the whole, the whole damn song. 
Okay, uh, Vevi, you said 15? Yeah. Okay, is anybody else hopping in on this action? I'm gonna back Vevi up on this, because the puppets are kind of creeping me out. Yep, okay, what do you got? 13. Okay. It was published it was published in 1928. It is free use. It's in the public domain. We're going to fucking have it. Hey guys, it's Derps coming at you at the uh, mid-roll here. Uh, I, the puppets, they're, they're, they're the bad kind of creepy. I, I definitely agree with that, but I wanted to add them into the story. Just I've always I've always had a thing for them. But you know what's a really good kind of creepy? Is creeping up on our Patreon. We have all kinds of goodies on there, and we're always adding new stuff and dropping random surprises for you guys. Uh, and we're also on Discord, where also, if you're a Patreon, you can add name or item suggestions for me to add into the story. Uh, or you can just hang out and talk about your day. Um, lastly, I just want one more thing before, you know, I get you back to the story, end of mid-roll. Uh, we don't pay to advertise this show at all, so tell a friend about the show, please. We would really appreciate it. And we can't summon a horde of demons unless we have enough people listening at just the right time all at once. And we do that with a lot of numbers. So, alright, that's enough out of me. Let's get back to the story. Okay, uh, Morgan and Pinecone, are you, are you hopping in on this? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Romaine is yeah. You know what, Vargan, for fuck's sake, just no, no, for the hell of it, why don't you also call that for me? 11. 13. 11. Okay, um, Sapphire and Vargan, what is your deck score? Uh, mine's a negative one, so I'm sure they have a higher decks than I do. I have a plus two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You're not a very dexterous boy, are you? Nope. <laughs> just hit hard. He just hits hard. Hey, Hit hard. Think a lot. All right. Think, well, let's see. You're a thinking boy. Okay, Vevi, I'm going to assume a 14, a 3, and an 8 all miss you. You said a 14? A 14. The 14 hits. The 14 hits? Alright, so yeah. one of the ones that was rushing up to you do hit. Okay. And you take 6 damage. Okay. As it, as it climbs on top of you and just kind of sinks this like rotting wooden teeth into your arm. Okay. Okay, uh, Vevi, you're up. Vevi's just gonna kind of grin and press the release on her sword axe thing and turn it into an axe and she's just gonna kind of like twirl it around <laughs> and I, i'm assuming tiny tim is playing in the background right now um <laughs> and she's gonna <laughs> she's just gonna say um i don't know i don't think she really say anything but i think she'll go into rage um because these are fucking creepy and she's She's going to swing at the nearest one. How close are we all together? Uh, I would say that you were probably still at the table. Ah. So we're, we're like within, you know, 10, 5, yeah, 10 like, feet of each other. Okay. Yeah, like 5, 10 feet of each other. Yeah, okay. Oh, do you have that paladin thing? I have protection, yeah. Okay, cool. Alright, so, uh, Vevi, you rolled for a... Yeah, I rolled a 25. 25. Okay, that definitely hits. Uh, roll your damage for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, seven. Seven? Blue. Yeah. So that connects, and you crack this thing right across the face. Nice. Alrighty. It goes probably like maybe like five feet, skitters, hops back up. Um, Sapphire, you are up. So I am decidedly not going to use any fire spells. <laughs> we are surrounded by books and old timber. I don't think so. Also, I just remembered you are a wild magic sorceress. Mm -hmm. Which means I need to get my wild magic table up. Oh, great. Oh, no. So go ahead and let me know what you're about to do while I get that up. I want to just cast Dust Devil to get some space. Dust Devil? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And everyone starts coughing. Hopefully not. Because the dust make, starts making everyone sneeze. And then allergies. Wild magic table. Got it. Alright. Um. You're a wild magic table. I forget. Do you need to roll? Uh, every time every time you cast a spell. Yep. As a wild so, magic sorcerer, if you get yep. a one, you roll on the table. Okay. And you said dust devil? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that spell before. Neither have I, which is why I'm confused. It this is... Us. It might be something weird. It looks okay, dusty. I need everyone to make me a strength save. Oh? Is this a magical effect? 21. This is a magical effect. Choose an unoccupied... Oh, no, sorry. Choose an unoccupied five-foot cube that you can see. So, no, she should be able to put it so that only the puppets would be affected. It has to be unoccupied. Oh. Uh, any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the dust devil must make a strength saving throw on a failed save. The creature takes 28 bludgeoning damage. Okay, so that's only at the end of their next turn. All right, so yeah, now that's just at the next part. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's good. Um, so, uh, Sapphire, please remind me at the end of their next turn to have them roll for that. The uh, Okay. Okay, uh, actually, you know, I'll just put a note next to here. There you go. Uh, Vargan, you're up. Uh, Vargan's gonna sigh heavily and eat another spoonful of stew. <laughs> okay. Fine, Code, you're up. Mm, I had a mouthful of ice. I did not think that his turn would take that quickly. You have to remember, Vargan was the one trying to talk to the guy. So, Vargan's sitting there eating spoonful soups uh the guy where is the guy the guy is up in the rafters um while you are rolling your perception i almost forgot uh sapphire could you roll me a d20 please i got a 10 again on perception a 10 you cannot make him out okay and what are the puppets doing i got a 10 sapphire you're good Okay, and I'm sorry, what was that, Panko? And what are the puppets doing? What's uh, the dog doing? <laughs> well, the puppets will do something after Zalavi does something. Because he actually is the one that is controlling the puppets. I'm going to sit down. <laughs> You're just going to sit down? Yeah. I wanted to talk to the guy. <laughs> All right. Um, he um, is you know, just... Uh, I have... I think I have. How far away is... I can't see the guy, can I? No, he would be up in the rafters again. Alright. But but I can see the puppets, right? Yes. Yeah. Here's... I'm gonna need a wisdom saving throw from one of the puppets. Just one of them? Yeah, from one of them. Well, they ain't too wise. Yeah, um, how's it two? Yeah, it gets to try to fight me now. Oh, your, your, uh, compelling duel? Yep. Okay. I'm just sitting there. I okay. got turned. Alright, well, that being said, then one of them is actually going to come right toward you. Does a 14 hit you? Not, not in your fucking life. Okay, Vevi, an 8 does not hit you, and an 18 does hit you. Uh, yeah. I'm going to impose disadvantage on that with my reaction. Okay, uh, a 9 does not hit. Nope. And they need to make a strength saving throw. What is their strength? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pinecone, uh, the one that is actually near you. Roll a one. Vevi, one of the ones near you rolled an eight, and the other one rolled a two. I'm going to guess they all fail, so let me bring this up again. They need to do, 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 do. Uh, Sapphire, roll me 1d8 for me. Eight. As they all take eight damage, and are, the Dust Devil literally throws them ten feet back, so they just kind of 
plaque into the bookshelves. Which that's literally all I was aiming to do. <laughs> Pretty much, yep. I just, I wanted to get them away. You succeeded. Um, Vevi, you're up again if you'd like to do something. Also, I should mention when one of them flew into the bookshelves, one of the ones that was fighting you uh, has stopped moving. Okay. So are there any that are still attacking us? There are still two. Yes. All right. One uh, attacking you and one attacking me. Yeah, to be fair, you attacked them. It was creepy. Yeah, I, I will agree with that. All right, she's going to swing better, better <laughs> at the one attacking her. All right, roll me the moans. Uh, that's another 25. Uh, roll me your damage. Yep. Roll 20 is being real nice to me. For now. Uh, 13 damage. The one that you just hit is not looking good. Okay. Okay, and Sapphire, you are up once again. I did what I intended to do, which was just push them back to give some space. Because I honestly, I want to get the quote-unquote puppet master to talk a little bit. Well, they just walked right back up. Yeah, I I do not think that's an option, just to let you know. <laughs> you kind of attacked a thing. So he kind of got a little jittery. And now he's making them attack you. Humbug. Still not using fire. I mean, it's not like the, the ground is littered with paper. Still. Wild magic. Plus fire spell. <laughs> That's a great idea, not. <laughs> Alright, well, what would you like to do? Or, if you want, you can hold your turn. I'm gonna hold. Okay. Vargan, are you doing anything? Mm, uh, eating another another bite of my stew. <gasps> I'm, I'm basically just continuing to eat. Roll me a constitution check so you don't choke. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, like like basically as far as as far as Vargas concerned, like Vevi's kicking the shit out of a bunch of puppets and the puppet master's probably not gonna get hurt. I'm I made this and this is delicious, so I'm not letting it go to waste. <laughs> <laughs> They're not attacking me. <laughs> and Vevi's got it. Like I don't even think I don't even think Vevi's been hit yet. So no. like yeah. has. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she got bit. Uh, Pinecone, you're up. Are you doing anything? Um, one of the puppets has to fight me. One of the puppets is down, and the other puppet I can give disadvantage on hitting Vevi. So Pinecone's gonna start eating with Vargan. <laughs> um, so what, what all is in this? In, in scene. Next. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Vevi does... Oh shit, natural 20. No, uh definitely hits you. Um uh, disadvantage. Okay. Do they have to be in range of Vevi? Oh, or Vevi's it... right. Vevi's right next to me. And that's okay. that is the protection uh aspect of it. I am protecting Vevi. So okay, I'm just like well, being It, it went from a natural 20 to a natural 1. So a book just kind of lands at your feet and just kind of skids across. Yeah. Mm. Woohoo. Good job. Dang, what's up with all these books? Okay, Vevi, you are up. You have a severely injured puppet in mm -hmm. front of you and a Hold on. puppet who is going toward Pinecone. I thought the one that just swung was supposed to attack me. Uh, no, the book came from above. Hmm. Um, Vevi is gonna swing better, better again. Okay, roll me that, roll me that, uh, attack. Huh, um, 13. 13 does not hit. Okay. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm sorry, I missed, missed up my own initiative order. Um, as far as the puppets go, a 4 does not hit Vevi. A six does not hit. You know, dice. I'm gonna fucking jail your ass. A six <laughs> does not hit pinecone. You know you gotta get a twenty to hit me, right? Oh, I'm pretty sure of that. Yes. 
So, like, the one that's injured is, like, trying to hit it Vevi, but he's so splintery and shit that he can't. And Pinecone's just sitting there with his hand up against the puppet's forehead as it's just, like, swinging at him. So, like, so, yeah, this ship really is good. Yeah. Like, that's just what I'm envisioning here. I can't wait for him to get to come back around to Vargan's turn for him to tell me what's in the soup. Good soup. All right. Sapphire, are you doing anything? No, because the, the other two have this pretty well taken care of. <laughs> All right. And I don't want to do I don't want to accidentally do more damage. <laughs> anything around me. Well, at this point, I'm I'm assuming it's just between Vevi and the puppets. So kind of, yeah. <laughs> Vargan, what do you say about Pinecone complimenting your soup? Uh, what did you say again, Pinecone? What exactly? Oh, I said this soup's really good. What's in it? And you get about six seconds. Well, there's roast beef, vegetables, and uh, spices, basically. Good enough. All right. Um, would anybody like to roll me a perception check? Because uh, you all hear a skittering away. No, I'm eating soup. Nope. I am. You set a perception check for the skittering? Yes. 22. I got an 8. I got a 5. Nice. All right. Well, Sapphire is very easily able to see that yeah, that, that, hold on, that that makes sense, because Vavi's busy kicking the crap out of puppets, Pinecone's not even looking, Vargan's thinking about his meal, and Safi's just like, what do I do? Oh, hey, look over there! <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're able to basically track the Aarakocra as he starts going deeper into the room. He appears to be like, you know what, fuck these guys, I'm out. Fuck this shit amount. Probably assuming like the soup was a lure to get him down so that you all could just beat the shit out of him. Hey guys, I, I don't know what you were meaning to do, other than puppet's creepy. I, I get that, but he's kinda going away. Oh man, we should you know, I don't think we should follow him. Um you know, I I feel like if we just leave the puppets alone scene. <laughs> Alright, um, let's see. Nope, 13 does not hit Vevi. It does, it meets. Oh, it does meet, okay. Uh, well, it's only four. Disadvantage. Three points of damage. <laughs> 14, so it's still a 13. Yeah. Oh, I tried, Vevi. You still buko fucking hit points, though, right? Yeah, pretty much. I'm alright. Yeah, but and it's only for three points of damage. And for Pinecone, uh, 11 does not hit you. No. Nope. Okay. Uh, Vevi, you're up. Once again, I would like to swing. You would like to swing. Swing. God, Vevi's yeah. such a swinger. Uh, yeah. Uh, 17. God damn it. 17 hits. How much damage are you doing to this thing? Uh, she's <laughs> 7. Points of damage. damage. You yeah. turn this thing into powder. Nice. How do you kill this one? Um, Vevi, I think, is going to flatten out her axe this time and just, like, like splat it. Like, instead of, like, trying to slice it, she just, like, almost like a fly swatter. Yeah. You broadside it. Yeah. Very nice. All right. Anybody else going to do anything, or is Pinecone... Think... I think I'm gonna pick the puppet up and kind of like hold it and not let it try to bite me and like call out. Hey, um, so I got your puppet thing here. Um, she's gonna break it. I don't. I don't know if you want that, but like, I don't want to do that. As uh, soon as you stop. Uh, speaking, it actually goes limp in your hands. You would assume that uh, the Aarakocra is probably out of range for his animate object spell. Yeah. It'd be like that. I'm gonna drop the puppet. 
it falls to the ground with a clatter. Also, I'm kicking myself now because I completely forgot 8088 was not in the combat at all, but he is still there. He's guarding the door. Don't worry about it. Yes. Okay. Thanks, He's Kate just Kate. standing there menacingly. menacingly. <laughs> hey guys, we did our first actual combat. How do we feel? Did you? Was that actual combat? <laughs> Ish? Oh, we watched Vevi beat someone up again. It's like that church scene from uh, The Kingsman. Alright, so as the puppet clatters to the ground, uh, Sapphire, you are able to see as the Aarakocra is running away, he is actually heading toward an opening above a door which you could assume leads deeper into the library. 